serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades baseball, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last night's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew is ready in the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball is brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal. Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising in the dugout as first pitch is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network and the Show Me Sports Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. Renegades looking to put an end to this losing streak here tonight. They're going to have to do it on the road for the fourth and final game of four straight for the Renegades against the Joplin Outlaws. Welcome in, everyone, on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt bringing you all of tonight's coverage of Renegades baseball. And if this one is anything like the first three of this series, it we should be in line for a good one this evening. Here at Joe Becker Stadium in Joplin, Missouri, we are just... About a few minutes away from first pitch of this one, umpires and coaches just had their meeting at home plate as we are inching closer and closer to this 7 p.m. start time. Renegades, after their loss last night, a 2-0 one, a pitcher's duel dropped to 3-5 and five on the season, been hovering right around that 500 mark all year long, albeit just a couple weeks into the season, plenty of time to go, second half of June and all of July to really get rolling, and they will look to do that and not fall to what would be a season-worst three games under 500 tonight so far in the series between the Outlaws and the Renegades. Renegades took the first one on Sunday evening at home at Vivian Field with a comeback in the ninth inning, a 7-6 final score, and then traveled here on Monday night where they lost 11-9, where they actually out-hit Joplin but lost by two runs. Off day in between before a 2-0 loss last night where Brady Malpe pitched a really good game, five and two-thirds innings, gave up the two runs but two pass balls, so did not get either of those earned. 
And on the other end for Joplin last night, it was a really good pitch performance by both Edrian Rangel and Cole White, who went 6-3 and three, respectively to blank the Renegades and hand them their second straight loss. Like I said, we're on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt. We're just a few minutes away from first pitch. About to do lineup introductions and the national anthems. And while they do that in the background, let me get to you the lineups for these two squads tonight. A lot of similar names you will recognize between these two clubs as they meet for now the fourth game in a row. So we'll give her the road to Renegades first, leading off in center field to Ross Glovich. He had a couple balls very deep in this ballpark just a few nights ago. Let's see if he can do it again here tonight. Colton Doyle bats second and plays second base. And Carter Gorling plays first base, bats third. Jack Matashek moves up to the cleanup spot here tonight in right field. Luke Fuller, we've seen him at DH a couple times this series. He bats fifth and plays catcher. Taylor Hopkins, the shortstop, bats sixth. T.A. Rockerbomber, catcher, but now tonight plays DH. He bats seventh. In the eighth spot is Levi Mazlowski. He's at third and rounding it out at ninth. We saw him pitch here on Monday night in left field tonight is Brennan Perkins. And on the mound tonight for the Renegades is Caleb Carricker. He gets to start this evening. We will see how he does in just a moment. On the other side for the home, Joplin Outlaws, the team that will be taking the field here in just a moment. His lineups are currently going on. Corey Siracusa leads off and catches for the Outlaws this evening. Kate Watt at second base, bats second. And in the number three spot in the order, Michael Long, he is at third. We have seen him in the three spot all series long at both third and first base for the Outlaws. Max Bruff, DH bats cleanup. And Garrett Chun, who sent one out over the deep right field wall here on Monday night, he bats fifth in right field. Sam Fagan, he bats sixth and plays center field. Liam Bailey, we've seen him move up and down the lineup, bats seventh and plays short. Batting eighth is Jordan Sheridan at first base, and rounding it out in the ninth spot is Cole Cooper out in left field. And on the mound tonight for the Outlaws was James Yamasaki. Joplin got six innings out of their starter last night. Well, they're surely looking to repeat that once again here this evening. First two games in the series were very high scoring, like I said. It's 13 runs and 20 runs scored. And then moving on to last night, just a two combined runs. Both came on pass balls. There was very little offense to be found, especially on that Renegade side. They cannot get a whole lot going, and especially once it got into the later innings, facing Cole White. Cole White got the save, and now has two saves alone in this series. Came on in the seventh inning and went three up, three down in the seventh. Gave up one base runner in the eighth, and then went three up, three down in the ninth inning. He was absolutely fantastic and gets a three-inning save with two punch-outs on top of it. But not to be outdone by Adrian Rangel, who got the start last night for Joplin. He went six strong innings, three punch-outs, also did not allow a run, only gave up a couple of hits. Gave up one hit in the first, gave up one hit in the fourth, and one in the fifth and sixth. So four hits given up by him on the night. Really outstanding performance. But like I said, Brady Malpe did not have a bad start last night whatsoever. He was actually really, really good, really efficient. Finished with 96 pitches. Went five and two-thirds, four strikeouts, and the two unearned runs. And the bullpen was just came in and followed him right after that. Drew Voss, Wyatt Fisher, and Carter Goring combined to pitch three and a third innings with six strikeouts combined and no runs allowed. So Renegade surely hoping to repeat that pitching performance. And if their offensive output can be anything like it was in this ballpark on Monday night, the Renegades will find themselves with a happy bus ride back home tonight to Jefferson City. Road game number three on the season for the Renegades. We are just about ready to go as the Joplin Owls are currently jogging out to the field, being announced here by the PA announcer, and we are just about ready for the national anthem. So right as we get to that, we'll take a break. First pitch in just a moment. Don't go in here. We've got Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Riverhill Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverhill Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverhill Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverhill Christian Academy, Academy. Call them at 573-634-3983. 
Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Just after 7.02 p.m. here at Joe Becker Stadium in Joplin, Missouri, and we are just about ready to go for baseball this evening as the pregame festivities are wrapping up. Anthem and first pitch just thrown out along with the play ball done by one of the kids here at the stadium. Nicely done. And now James Yamasaki is on the mound for his warm-up pitches. Looking you follow a great pitching performance last night by Adrian Rangel on the mound for the Owls. Renegades currently starting to pick things up here on the season schedule. Had a couple early off days in the first week of June, and on top of that, a couple rainouts as well. I believe three rainouts already on the schedule for the Renegades, but things are really going to start to pick up here. They got Sedalia at home tomorrow night, so come out to Vivian Field before traveling to Chillicothe on Saturday. They do get the off day on Sunday before playing seven straight games, three on the road and four at home as we move closer to the middle and late stretches of June. So it's going to really start to pick up only a couple off days as well in July. And as long as there's no more rainouts like we had in that first week or so of June, it'll be constant Renegades baseball all brought to you here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt. Thanks for tuning in this evening. As Like I said, we are just about ready to go for some baseball. I'll give you the lineups one more time for the Renegades right about to step into the batter's box. Ross Lovich followed by Doyle Gorling. Matuszczak, Fuller, and Hopkins in the middle with Rocker Bummer, Mazlowski, and Perkins to round it out. For the Outlaws, it's Syracuse, Lots, Long, followed by Bruff, Chun, and Fagan in the middle. And then Bailey, Sheridan, and Cooper to round it out. In steps Ross Lovich, and we are just about ready to go for some baseball. And as we know, at this same ballpark a couple nights ago, Lovich let it off with a triple, I'm sure. He would be very happy if he could do the same here. Has the lefty-righty advantage. He is into the batter's box. And first pitch from Yamasaki is in there called strike, and we are underway. Not a ton of wind this evening. Certainly not a breeze blowing up towards us, but as I look out at the flag in center, it is moving a little bit. This one hit high in the air by Lovich, moving towards the center fielder, Fagan. He's under it, and he's made the catch. Two pitches and one out. Yamasaki is off and running. So after the fly-out by Lovitz, that'll bring up Colton Doyle at second base tonight, batting second for the Renegades. Like I said, he'll be followed, followed by Carter Goring and then Jack Matuszek, if either of those two can reach base here in the first inning. So a little bit different start, at least, for the Renegades here in this first inning, where first three base runners reached on Monday, but not the first base runner reaching here this evening. Matuszek into his wind. Excuse me, not Matuszek. Yamasaki into his wind, and he delivers a strike one. I was thinking about the Renegades batter who I can see down at just at the top steps of the dugout as he is in the hole in this first inning. Yamasaki back into his line, the 0-1 pitch on the way. This one will miss inside, and that evens things up at 1-1. One one. Renegades looking to stop what has been a, albeit short, but losing streak. Two games now, both back-to-back -to, -back to the Outlaws after winning at home on Sunday night. This one is inside as well, and that makes things 2-1. 
little bit of diff different lineup as we saw last night for the Renegades compared to the one tonight. Some players, but some shaking up. Luke forward along in a three spot. He moves down to five and going in the lineup as this one is fouled off. Gorling came in in the late innings of Monday night's game at first base, stayed there for the conclusion of it. So now two and two the count on Doyle, looking to be reached base for the first time tonight for the Renegades. One out in the top of the first inning here at Chilbecker Stadium in Joplin. Pitch on the way. This one swung on and missed, and that is strike three. First strikeout of the night for Yamasaki. It goes down swinging via Colton Doyle as he'll trot back to the dugout for the second out of the inning. Now after two quickly retire, that'll bring up number three hitter, Carter Gorling. Only seven pitches thrown so far here in this top of the first inning by Yamasaki. Been efficient, he's pounded strikes. Only two balls thrown so far. First pitch of the at-bat to Gorling on the way, this one misses high, that is ball one. Gorling playing first base tonight. Have seen him pitch a couple different times on the season. This one is also not in there. That makes it 2-0. Most recently saw Gorling pitch on the mound at, uh, at home on Sunday night against what was the first game in the series. Gorling went one inning, gave a couple of runs. 2-0 pitch on the way. This one hit down the right field line, but that is going to get foul out of play over by that Renegades bullpen. And that will make things 2-1 and one on the number three hitter for Jeff City. Just underway. About five minutes into this one as Yamasaki has quickly retired the first two batters he has faced this evening via flyout and strikeout swinging. Now behind two and one to Carter Goring. Here's the pitch. This one in there and evens things up two and two. So a strike away from a three up three down scoreless first inning. Yamasaki the right-hander facing the right-handed batting Gorling. Goring now back in. Yamasaki into his lineup, and he'll bring home the 2-2. This one swung ahead foul, and we'll do it again. Here's an error-filled contest for the Renegades back here on Monday night, as they believe, I believe made six errors. It was right around that number. I think six errors on the evening. So, But defense was much, much better last night, and that's part of the reason why they only gave up just the two runs. We'll see if that streak continues. Here comes the two-ball, two-strike pitch. This one swung on a missed, and that will end the inning. Back-to-back -back strikeouts as James Yamasaki looked really good in that top of the first inning. And to the bottom half, we will go. Don't go anywhere. Taking the mound when we come back will be Caleb Carricker in just a moment. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business the following public service announcement is brought to you by the eddie goodell society jefferson city chapter 10 doing little things to make a big difference want to make a big difference in your community be kind to others drive safely and put litter in its proper place 
Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Renegades have just taken the field here for their first inning of work on defense and on the mound. Caleb Carricker just about ready to get off and running. Renegades made the trip here this afternoon for their third road game of the season. And thanks to Doc and Norm, they were able to make that bus ride up here to Joplin. Go riding with Doc and Norm direct. Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond at Doc and Norm do it all. They are also the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us to all our road games safely, efficiently, and in style. To book your next spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email them at reservations at moexpress.com. So again, I'm Ben Schmidt bringing you tonight's Renegades coverage here on the Show Me Sports Network. Thank you so much for being with me tonight is Renegades looking to snap what has been a short two-game losing streak. They sit at 3-5 and five on the season, and warm-up pitches have been tossed, so Carriker is just about ready to go. He'll start with the top of the Joplin Outlaws lineup against Syracuse, Lott, and Long. Brooks, the DH, we've seen him all over the base pass in the series. He will bat if any of them can reach. Carriker donning number seven tonight as the Renegades have their blue jerseys, gray pants on. Joplin also wearing blue, but a much lighter blue. First pitch is in there for a swung on foul ball, and that'll make things 0-1. Renegades have the navy blue on with the yellow letters and yellow Renegades across the front. Meanwhile, the Outlaws have a, appears to be an alternate jersey, maybe special event going on is a uh, lighter blue jersey they've got going. Carriker just fired his first pitch of the ballgame here in the bottom of the first inning. Scoreless ballgame. This one way inside. What behind the batter. It was an off-speed pitch, so clearly unintentional. Just couldn't find the handle. So we have a race for that wild pitch by a couple outlaws batters. They've got it retrieved, and it'll be a one-and-one one count on Syracuse. Catcher bats leadoff. Right-handed hitter facing the right-handed pitch in Carriker. Pitch on the way. This one is in there for strike two. Two Renegades will struck out in that top of the first inning. We'll see if Carriker could replicate that with a couple punch outs of his own. Back into the box is Syracusa. Carriker looking in for the sign from Fuller, and he's now got what he wants the wind and the pitch. This one swung and hit out deep to right center field. Matashek is after it, and he's under it. That is out number one. As the bright red cleats stride it on over to catch that one for out number one in the spot on the first inning. It was hit out to medium, medium deep right field. Matashek had to take a couple of strides to his right, got under that one, and made the catch for the first out of the ball game for Caleb Carricker. So he's off and running and will now face Cade Lott. Another right-handed batter steps in and takes strike one to begin his at-bat. Four straight right-handed hitters to start this Outlaws lineup for the left-handed hitting Chun, who bats fifth, will step in at some point tonight. Back into the wind, the 0-1 pitch on the way. This one just misses high, and that everything's up 1-1. Cade Watt also played a couple of different positions throughout this series. He's at second base tonight, played first earlier in this series. Awaits the 1-1 pitch, swing and a miss. Is that one... Couldn't find the glove of Fuller behind the plate, but 
swinging over the top of it was Kedulata. That makes things one and two. So Kirikou once again ahead to now two Joplin batters. Been one and two to both of them. He was able to retire the first one in Syracuse. So we'll see what he brings to Lot right here. Looks in for the sign from Fuller. Pitching out of the windup. And here comes the one-two pitch. This one up high and that misses. And that'll run things to two balls and two strikes. Just underway about 10 or 12 minutes into this one. Just after 7 p.m. we saw first pitch. And now's the two and two. This one swung and it fell. And that will go off to the right side and we'll do it again. see some very light throwing down in that Renegades bullpen, but looks like it may just be playing a little game to stay loose. I don't think anyone is actually warming up. Certainly not just one out into this into this ball game. 2-2 two -two pitch on the way. This one misses in, and that'll run things full. Renegades had to use four combined pitchers last night. Starter Malpe went five and two-thirds before using three relievers to cover the final three and a third. Here's the full count pitch. This one swung on and missed, and that is strike three, strikeout of first strikeout of the night for Carriker, and he just like in the top of the first inning for Yamasaki is off and running. Gets the fly out to right and the strikeout swinging, and will now face Michael Long with nobody out and two down. We'll see if this one turns out anywhere near like the one last night where we were. Seems like sitting in that sixth inning about an hour and a half into it because both pitchers were just so locked in pumping strikes. That's happened so far. This one's ripped down the left field line. That is a fair ball, and it'll go all the way to the wall. Chasing after it is Perkins is on his way to second as long. He will get in there standing as the throw comes back in, and that is a two-out double absolutely ripped down the left field line, and the only question would be whether or not it would stay fair. It did and took one hop off the wall, so a two-out double for Michael Long. He hit that ball very hard on a line. Probably was not that close to saying fair or foul, but from my viewpoint, wanted to be sure is it only needed one hop to get to that wall out in left field and allowed Long to stroll in standing to second base. So now a runner in scoring position with two outs for the Outlaws. It is Long off second base as Max Bruss steps in to face Carriker, pitching with a base runner for the first time this evening. Misses low, and that's ball one. If Bruff can reach or extend this inning, it'll be Garrett Chun who waits on deck. Carriker retired the first two batters he faced before just giving up a two-out double to Michael Long down the left field line. And now we'll check him back at second base. Back here. Back here in Joplin, Missouri for the top of the seventh inning. New pitcher on for the Outlaws. It's going just 0.2 innings as this one misses a ball. Going just two-thirds of an inning is Brett Graham. Walked two straight batters on eight pitches. And now very similar to how this one went on Monday night. Following the exit of Brett Graham, Josh Harriman enters, and he will face Jack Matischik with runners on first and third and two outs. This one once again misses. Now 2-0, so ten straight balls thrown by Outlaws pitching. Matashek, like I said, two ground outs, a walk, and a pop out. He's got to work with runners on first and third. 2 0 count, now two outs to Matashek. This one once again misses, now three and oh. You have to assume that 
Matashek is just going to continue to take until he sees one even competitive pitch. Luke Fuller waits on deck. Potential bat with the bases loaded if they lose Matashek here. Still warming down in that outlaw's bullpen. Here's Harriman's 3-0. Outside, and that's a four-pitch walk. The third straight four-pitch walk, and that'll load him up. So Matashek takes first, going over to second. And all with two outs, the Renegades have loaded the bases. Now stepping in will be Luke Fuller. Bats with the bases loaded. He has scored twice. Has two singles. One an infield single and one a single to center. Big opportunity here. Renegades lead by six and he's got bases loaded. Here's Harriman's first pitch. Way in over the backstop. Runner's going to have to stay put as it came right back. That one went almost over the head of Fuller. And Josh Harriman has been nowhere near the zone. This is, this is rough. That's putting it lightly. That one, Luke Fuller had to duck down because that went over his head. That one went off the backstop and ricocheted right back to the catcher, Syracusa. So no runners advanced, but now 1-0 on five straight balls. Here's the 1-0. This one's going to hit four, and that's going to give him a base and force in a run. Luke Ford takes the hit by pitch, and it's the same story we saw, we saw with Harriman on Monday. The hit by pitch is in the wildness. Cannot find the strike zone. That'll be an RBI as Colton Doyle comes in to score from third base. On the play, Matashek moves up to second. Gorling over to third base and the RBI for Luke Four. Now stepping in for his second at bat of the evening, Jackson Lovitz grounded out with for an RBI in the sixth inning. Bases loaded and two outs. Here's the pitch. This one hit high in the air to left. First pitch swinging over towards it is Cole Cooper. He makes the catch and that ends the inning, but not before the Renegades add another run and make the score 12 to 5. So we'll stand and stretch. Renegades up by seven runs here in Joplin. We'll be back in just a moment. Hello, Blake Gazaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust. 247.com Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. 
we are on to the bottom of the seventh inning here between the Renegades and the Outlaws. Tanner Schmidt's back out there, and his first pitch misses away for a ball to the first batter he faces. In the spot on the seventh, Garrett Sean. Schmitz came in in relief of Caleb Carricker, got the final two outs of the sixth inning, and now goes to work here in the bottom of the seventh. This one hit off the end of the bat, but foul. Even things up, one ball, one strike. Schmitz trying to keep this a seven-run lead for the Renegades. They just added one more in the top half of this inning on an RBI hit by pitch before Jackson Lovage flew out to left to end the inning. Schmitz into the wind. Here comes his 1-1 pitch to Chun. Swung a hit on the ground, out to second. Over to his right. Doyle's got it. Throw to first in time, and that retires Chun. One up, one down. Good start for Schmitz to begin this bottom of the seventh inning. And that'll bring up Sam Fagan. Fagan now steps in, right-handed hitter playing center field tonight. Grounded out, but hit an RBI triple to bring in two runs in the third, and then grounded out again in the fifth. Bats with one out, no one on here in the seventh. Joplin really needs to get something going. They've got eight outs to scratch across seven runs just to tie this ball game. Trailing from the get-go, fell behind 5-0 in the second. It's been renegade since. Strike one, he looks at that one to start his at-bat. Schmidt's trying to keep things going for the Renegades. A couple guys stretching down there in the bullpen for the Renegades, but no throwing, it looks like. Here's the 0-1. Swung and missed. Bat goes flying off the net. That'll make things 0-2 as Fagan was unable to hang on to the bat, thankfully for the netting, just like we had earlier in this game, just fell harmlessly just by the on-deck circle. They're going to look that thing over, make sure it's still intact, but it is, just didn't break or anything, just went flying out of his hands. It's now to be 0-2, Tanner Schmitz working very well here in the spot on the seventh inning, trying to get his second straight out. He's now Fagan's back into the batter's box. Schmitz into his windup, and here comes the 0-2 pitch. This one misses low, and that'll run things 1-2. Speaking of Fagone losing his bat on that last pitch, handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with cream grade mash, premium grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they offer offer a selection of bat accessories, including litter skin, bat grips, and batting gloves. As here comes the 1-2 pitch, swung and ripped out to left, but right at the left fielder Perkins makes the catch route number two. Second out of the inning, and to help find your confidence at the plate, give Walk-Off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit www.wowbats.com. So, Smith's looking very good here in the spot of the seventh inning. Two batters, two outs after that fly out to left. And now in steps Lee and Bailey with two outs and no one on. That ball was hit very hard off the bat of Fagon, but hit almost right at Perkins, barely to move, and made the catch. Here's the first pitch to Bailey. This one misses low, now 1-0 count. Renegades pitching, just like pitching pretty well today. He's only thrown one three up, three down inning, and, and even in that inning, a base runner reached, but a double play ended it, so. Big chance here is now even one on one on a called strike. Tanner Schmitz, just the second pitcher of the evening, is here. Two outs into the bottom of the seventh for the Renegades as Caleb Carricker went the first five and two thirds. Here's the one one. This one misses for a ball. It's going to be five and a third for Carricker. And now, so far, an inning and a third for Schmitz. First time he's fallen behind in the count to a batter here this inning was 1-1 to Chun before the ground out and 1-2 to Fagone 
before his flyout now misses and it's now three and one. Bailey can reach to bring up Jordan Sheridan who has scored one of the five runs in this ball game for the Outlaws. Schmitz into his one-up, and here comes the 3-1 pitch. This one hit weakly on the ground to third. Long throw across the diamond is short, and no chance to get Bailey, who is sprinting up the first baseline. Maslowski was deep in the hole at third base and tried to make a long throw across the diamond. Even if that one doesn't one-hop to going at first, I think with the speed of Bailey, he probably beats that out. That'll go down as an infield single to keep the inning alive. So with Liam Bailey on first base, Jordan Sheridan steps in, left-handed batter. We're going to keep this inning alive. In the bottom of the seventh inning, two outs. Renegades lead 12-5. to five. Lead off the first for Bailey. He is being held on. Here's the pitch. Misses outside for ball one. Bailey's being held on over there by Gorling. Shortstop Bailey just hitting his second single of the evening. He's now two for four. And Sheridan is one for three so far. Two flyouts and a single to right field his last time up. This one inside now, two and no count. Sheridan saw a grand total of two pitches in his first two at-bats and both ended up being outs. And then in his third at-bat of the night, his last one, took the first pitch and then swung again at the second and lined it up to right for a single. So not working deep in accounts tonight for Mr. Sheridan. He's ahead 1-0, quick throw to first and back in there safely is Bailey. Sheridan can't keep this inning alive. It'll go to the number nine, number nine here, Cole Cooper, who waits on deck. Just the fourth time through the lineup here for for Joplin. Here's the 2-0. This one misses outside, and now 3-0. So a little bit of a loss of control here for Schmitz. Was 3-1 on Bailey before the infield single, and now 3-0 to Sheridan. Having to pitch out of the stretch now with the runner leading off of first base in Bailey. Going, holding him on, and here's the 3-1. This one misses high, and that is a ball four walk, and Sheridan will go on down to first base. On the walk, Bailey also moves up to second, so runner in scoring position, albeit with two outs for the Outlaws. We have to Cole Cooper if he wants to drive him in and keep this bottom of the seventh alive. Bailey will lead off at second base with Sheridan off of first. They do not hold him on. Defense plays back. Pretty much normal positioning. Schmidt's trying to get through the seventh inning, complete his second inning of work. Two people warming up down in the Renegades bullpen. This one swung, hit out to left. Perkins got a long way to go. Curls towards the line. It's going to drop down fair. Bailey comes around to scores. The throw comes in. Both runners move up, and that is a two-out RBI single for Cole Cooper. Was a long run for Perkins and dropped just a couple feet fair inside the line. Really nothing Perkins could do. Got the throw back in quickly, but with two outs, Bailey was on the move, and he scored easily from second base for the sixth run of the game for the Outlaws. Sheridan moves up to second on the play on the infield single. Excuse me, not infield single. Infield single comes around to hurt the Renegades. It's Bailey who reached on it, comes around to score. So Cooper now off of first. Sheridan off of second base. Schmitz. Still has two outs trying to get the last out. This one just misses. Ball to Syracusa. Cooper scored earlier in the game and now just delivered an RBI single to left field to keep this inning alive. Sheridan off a second base. And now the 1-0 pitch to the leadoff hitter, the catcher, Corey Syracusa. Schmitz delivers. This one a called strike to even things up. Syracusa so far tonight flew out to right. 
grounded out to second, grounded into a double play to end the fourth inning, and then walked and advanced to third in the sixth. Joplin putting up just one run so far on the side, and they still trail by six runs, 12 to six. Here's the pitch. This one misses low, and now a 2-1 count. Out away from head into the eighth inning with the Renegades still in control of this one. Although a long fly ball off the bat of Syracuse could really get the Outlaws back into this one. Renegades still, still out hitting the Outlaws. Renegades into double-digit hits compared to the seven for Joplin. Here's the 2-1. It's been hit off the end of the bat. Right to Goring. He makes the catch on the fly, and that is the third out. So Ren Renegades allow a run to come around to score, but no further damage, and they still lead by six. So we'll head to the eighth. Renegades in control back in just a moment for the top half in a second. Riverwood Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverwood Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverwood Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverwood Christian Academy, Academy, calling at 573-634-3983. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business we head to the eighth here on the show me sports network renegades and outlaws baseball here this evening from joe becker stadium in joplin missouri between these two missouri clubs jefferson city and joplin son ben schmidt here for the top of the eighth inning on the show me sports network your number one spot for Renegades baseball coverage all summer long as Renegades playing second game in a row. They'll play two more before an off day on Sunday. They head home tomorrow night to take on Sedalia before heading to Chillicothe on Sunday evening, excuse me, Saturday evening. And as they travel to Chillicothe on Saturday evening, let me remind you to go ride in with Doc and Norm Direct, Min Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond, they do it all. Duck and Norm Direct is also the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us to all our road games safely, officially, and in style, just as they did this afternoon here to Joplin. To book your next spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email them at reservations at millexpress.com. First pitch to TJ Rockerbomber is in there, a called strike, a new pitcher in the ballgame. Jared Wells comes in, pitching the eighth inning for the Outlaws. 
We'll see if he's assigned to try and get the last six outs on the pitching side for the Outlaws or if they bring on a new one here. 0-1 pitch. This one misses outside. It's now even to the designated hitter tonight for the Renegades. Rocket Bomber grounded out but did get an RBI in the second inning. Lined out to left. Two RBIs drawn in in the fourth inning on a single to right field and then was hit by a pitch in the sixth. 1-1 count now. DH batch from the left side. Waits on the delivery from Wells, and here it comes. This one up and away, and that's one ball, two of the at-bats. Two balls, one strike counts. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in tonight. It's what's been about three hours of baseball so far. We've got another couple innings to play, and hopefully a couple innings for the running games to close out this victory. They lead 12-6 to six in the top of the eighth. Here's the 2-1. This one a call strike. That'll even it up to the Renegades designated hitter. It'll be Levi Mislowski and Brennan Perkins on deck and in the hole, 8 and 9, the batting order. And then if any reach, we will go back to the top of the Renegades lineup. Wells has got one he likes. Two balls, two strikes, no one on, no one out. Here is the pitch. This one hit off the end of the bat. It's sinking fast, and that's going to get down at a right field for a single. Poked that one out there over the head of the second baseman lot in front of Chun. Well placed single, and that leads off the eighth inning for TJ Rockerbomber. So after he puts that one down perfectly, that'll bring up Levi Mislowski. Put one out to deep left center field for a two-run home run in the second inning. And now bats here again once again with a runner on. Nobody out here in the top of the eighth inning. Renegades lead by six. Taking lead at first base. This one in there for a strike. Called strike as Mazowski hit the home run, but is also struck out twice and grounded out in his other three plate appearances. Brendan Perkins waits on deck. Right-handed hitting second baseman, excuse me, third baseman tonight in the box. And here is the 0-1 from Wells. This one a called strike, and that makes things 0-2. So now 0-2 on the Renegades' third baseman. Looking to continue this top of the eighth inning with another base runner for the Renegades. They got a leadoff one just a second ago and a single by TJ Rockerbomber. Here it is. Swung on a miss, and that's a three-pitch strikeout. Wells blows it by him, and that is out number one. Came with the heat there, and Moslowski could not catch up. That's the hat trick for him on the strikeouts, but... Not to be outdone by the massive two-run homer he hit in the second inning of this one to get the Renegades really rolling at 3 nothing at the time. So now Brendan Perkins steps in. Right-handed hitting left fielder has already scored twice in this game. Now bats here with a runner on. It's Rocket Bomber off of first base. One out. Bigger lead. Now hit in the air to deep center. But Fagon has got a play. He comes in to get it now and makes the catch. I actually thought that was going much further than it did off the bat. Fagan actually had to come in to make the catch and made it in stride for out number two. One pitch for the second out of the inning off the bat of Perkins. So now Ross Lovitz will step in for the sixth time tonight already. Top of the eighth inning, he bats for the sixth time. He is two for, two for five so far. Had the two home runs along with a flyout and two ground outs, but... When you hit two home runs and drive in four, I don't think you're caring a whole lot about what you did in the other at-bats. Once again, with a runner on, he hits, leading off of first base. 
And here as well as delivery to the left-handed batting center fielder. Nope, he's going to throw to first and back in time safely is the runner. Renegades looking to extend what is currently a six-run lead. They bat the top of the eighth inning. They scored five in the second, five in the fourth, one in the sixth, and one in the seventh inning. They face Tyler Wells here. Excuse me, Jared Wells. This one hit weakly out towards short. Liam Bailey steps on the bag, takes the easy out, and that will end the inning. Lowich is retired, and nice job by Jared Wells. That inning faces four batters and gets three outs. Well, to the bottom of the eighth, the Renegades still in control. They lead 12-6. Don't go anywhere. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions new pitcher on the mound for the renegades third third of the evening taking the hill it's grayson earman different number than we saw when he took the mound a couple days ago wearing 31 tonight down to number 29 a couple nights ago at this same stadium and he will go to work as the third pitcher of the ballgame for the Renegades. So Tanner Schmidt finishes with an inning and two-thirds. One strikeout gives up just one run. Came in in a bases-loaded situation in relief of Caleb Carricker. Did a pretty fine job in relief. And now we'll turn it over to Ehrman as the Renegades have got six outs to get to hang on to this 12-6 lead that they're currently sporting. Ironman in this inning will face a lot. Long and Bruff, three, four, five, excuse me, two, three, four, and then number five hitter Garrett Sean, if any of them reach base. Looks like we're going to see a pinch hitter, Caden Bressler, stepping into the batter's box to pinch it for Watt. We assume he'll just take over at second base. So Cade Watt evening is done. Now Bresser, the left-hand hitting second baseman, will step in to face Ironman. He full shows bunt, pulls it back, and that misses for ball one. Bresser, we've seen multiple spots so far throughout this series. Played second base and then had a couple innings on the mound. Swings and fouls this one off, evens things up one and one. 
And now bats here in a pinch hit roll to lead off this eighth inning. Ironman gave the Renegades some much needed length out of the bullpen on Monday night. And see if he can continue to do that again. Still someone throwing down in the Renegades bullpen. This one misses for a ball. Two and one now the count. Yeah, there's still some warming up and some, some tosses being thrown down there on the right field line. It's a double digit number this time, so it broadens the choices. Two one pitch. This one misses now three and one. My initial guess was number 21, but that belongs to outfielder Nolan Drill, so don't think we'll see him enter the ballgame on the mound. 3-1 now, Ehrman has fallen behind Bressler and now brings it home. This one misses high, and that's a ball four and a walk to the leadoff hitter, pinch hitting Bressler. So now after the leadoff walk that Ehrman gives up, he will have to face number three hitter Michael Long, right-handed hitter, steps in. Doubled in the first, reached on an error, and came around to score in the third. Reached on a fielder's choice in the fifth, and then RBI base on balls in the sixth. Now bats with leadoff runner having just reached. No one out in the bottom of the eighth inning. They show by six. Hit high in the air down the left field line towards foul territory. Third base Mislowski over towards it, and this will get out of play just beyond the reach of everybody. No one had a play on that one as... Now they look down there. I don't believe that is Meslowski. It's actually Colby Ott who has entered the game to play third base. Meslowski hit last inning, so I have to assume it's just a switch after that at bat took place. So now Ott will be at third base after the foul ball. This one misses high, so a one-on-one -on -one count to Michael Long. Racing Ironman trying to get through this eighth inning of work. Renegades go Ott and Lovich on the left side of the infield, and then right side is still the same. This one hit on the ground. Lovich has got a play. Nope, it gets past him and into center field. Bressler started to make the turn to go to third, but he will hold. And that is a is no out, single, and moves runner up to second base. Jackson Lovich made a diving attempt at it, but could not come up with it as that one bounced past the glove and into center field. Or Ross Lovich was there to retrieve it and keep Bressler at second base. And now two on, nobody out. Bresser moving up to second, along now at first base. And Joplin so far in business in this bottom of the eighth inning. They still do trail by six, though. Bruff now in. He has been on base three times tonight. Here's the pitch. This one misses inside. That's ball one. We're in the bottom of the eighth inning. Renegades lead this one 12 to six, giving up eight runs so far on the evening to the Outlaws. Now Ironman has to deal with runners on first and second, and nobody out. Here's the pitch to Bruff. This one hit on the ground. This time, Lovitch has got it to second for one. Relay on to first, and that is in time for a double play. Qu double clutch there by Doyle at second base, then eventually got it out of the glove over to Gorling, and that takes care of two, and just what Ehrman ordered, now two outs in the inning. About as good as you draw it up. Lovitch had the play at short. Nice feed to Doyle at second, and it was a 6-4-3 double play. So now, runner on third, two outs now. Yearman trying to finish an inning of work. Bresser started to take off to home. It was a bluff. And that pitch misses for a ball. Bresser doing everything he can to get in the head of Yearman. That even caught my eye. Sean is the batter, left-handed hitter. 
has one hit tonight, a single in the third inning, RBI single, and then came around to score. Here's Ironman's 1-0 pitch. This one hit in the air, out to left. Perkins over towards it. He's got it measured up, and he makes the catch. Nicely done. Grayson Ironman lets the first two on, but then a double play and a flyout, and three pitches later, he is out of the inning. So we'll go to the ninth inning. Renegades still lead this one 12-6. We've got six outs to go in this one. Don't go anywhere. Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from one to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. On to the ninth. Renegades lead this one 12-6. They've been in front almost from the jump when they scored five runs in the second inning and scored five more in the fourth, one in the sixth, and one in the seventh. To put up their 12 runs, they gave up three to Joplin in the third, two in the sixth, and one in the seventh for the Outlaws six that they currently have on the scoreboard. We are right in the heart of this Renegades lineup due up here in the top of the ninth inning, and it's Jared Wells out for his second inning of work, trying to complete his second scoreless inning. If he can retire 2-3-4 in this Renegades order. Starts with Colton Doyle. This one swung on him, he blew that one by him for strike one. Jared Wells in his first inning of work gave up a leadoff single to Rocker Runner before striking out Levi Maslowski before he left the game. Fly out of Brennan Perkins and then ground out of Ross Lovich. 0-1 pitch now coming up to Doyle. Nobody on, nobody out, and this is strike two. So Doyle now quickly behind in the count. Jared Wells trying to finishing, finish off what would presumably the last inning pitching of the night for the Outlaws, and lest they come back and score six or seven runs in the bottom of the ninth. Here's the 0-2 to Doyle. This one swung, lined out to right, sinking fast, but Sean has got it before it drops, and that is out number one. Sean a great Blake on that ball, caught it in stride, and that is the first out of the inning. Honestly, more of a line out than a fly out. That ball was was hit but hung up just long enough for Sean to come in and make the play and that is out number one. So now Carter Gorling steps in, reached a couple of times, struck out in the first, popped down the second but then reached on a fielder's choice in the fourth and a single in the sixth, scored both of those times, section air in the sixth and then walked in the seventh. So he scored two runs tonight, productive evening from the three spot in the order. Here's the pitch, this one a called strike. Jared Wells doing a good job so far in his inning a third of putting strikes in there. Growing bats in the three spot with Jack Matashek waiting on deck. Renegade trying to add to what is already a six-run lead. 
Here's the 0-1 pitch. This one skips in there. Evens things up at a ball and a strike. Looking ahead to this bottom of the ninth inning for Joplin Will to do some major damage on the scoreboard. It'll be bottom of the lineup, Sam Fagan, Liam Bailey, and Jordan Sheridan. 6-7-8 in the order due up. Back in the box, scoring one ball, one strike, and one out. Here's the pitch. This one skips in there again, and now two and one. If either Gorling or Matashek reach, it'll be Luke Fuller, the catcher, to come up to the plate. RBI hit by pitch his last time, but brought in the 12th run of the game for Jefferson City. Gorling right-handed batter facing the right-handed pitching Wills. Straight-up defense for, for Joplin behind him on the infield. And here comes the 2-1. This one hit on the ground deep in the hole at third, but that is going to be foul. And we now have a 2-2 count. Long went over to field it, but it was in foul ground by the time it got to the third base bag. And Goring will have to step back into the batter's box. So far on the evening for Japan, it's been James Yamasaki, George Fisher, Kinson Mitchell, Brett Graham, Josh Harriman, and now Jared Wells on the mound. They've gone through now their sixth pitcher of the evening. Two balls, two strikes, one out, and nobody on. Here's the pitch. This one doesn't even make it to home plate. Bounces in there, and we've run full. No one warming in that Joplin bullpen, so you have to assume that this ninth inning belongs to Wells, unless things really start to get hairy. And then we'll see pitch warming down in the Renegades bullpen. We'll see who the bottom of the ninth belongs to for them. Three balls, two strikes. It's run full to Gorling, and he awaits the pitch from Wells. Here it comes. This one swung grounded weakly right back to the pitcher. Wells bobbles, has now got it, and throws over to first. Sheridan's got it for out number two. Almost a half swing trying to make contact there with two strikes. He was hit right back to Wells, and that is out number two. Wells did bobble that ball immediately, but had plenty of time to gather it back up and make the throw over to Sheridan at first base to get Goring as he ran up the first base line. So now Matashek will step in, left-handed hitter playing right field. Couple of ground outs couple of walks to go with it. Reached twice on walks, scored on one of them. Now in with nobody on and two outs. Swan way low, that's ball one. Wells has done a nice job in relief so far in inning at two thirds. Has just one strikeout but has retired all, all the batters he's faced except one. Gave up a leadoff single and retired all five since. Now the 1-0 pitch to Matashek is way inside, almost got him. Misses for a ball. If Matashek can reach and continue this evening, looks like Luke Fuller on deck, Renegades catcher. Two balls, no strikes, and two outs to Matashek. Well, he's got one, and here it comes. This one swung, grounded in between first and second. Off the go of the first baseman, and no one is covering the bag. First baseman Sheridan went over to get it, but a worldly lot played behind him and made the catch, but pitcher Wells just did not get over there to cover the bag, and thankfully for Matashek, that'll go down as a single. If if Wells gets off the mound and over there to cover the bag, they have the play because lot backed that up so perfectly when it off the go of Sheridan, but Wells was not over there, and it goes down as a single for, for Matashek. Here's first hit of the evening, and now a two-out base runner for the Renegades. Luke Fuller now stepping in. Matashek takes the lead off of first base. And here comes the pitch from Wells. This one called strike on Fuller. Not a ton of strikeouts on the evening for the Renegades. 
James Yamasaki struck out two in the first inning and then definitely settled down from there. 0-1 pitch now to Fuller. This one swung and hit foul, and now it's 0-2. Drop one a strike away, and an out away for sending us to the bottom of the ninth inning where they would have to push across six runs to keep this one going. Back into the box, a long look in from Wells. Trying to link it with Syracuse, and they've got what they like. Here comes the 0-2 as Matashek takes his lead off of first base. This one gets away, and Matashek will jog on up to second base. That's ball one, and now a runner in scoring position for the Renegades. 1-2, now the count on Luke Fuller. Has just one hit tonight. Been on base a couple times, drove in a run. Scored twice. Doing some good work tonight for the Renegades out of that number five spot in the order. Wells trying to get through his second full inning out of the pen. Record his final out. Taking his lead off of second base is Matashek. Wells has now got one. Looks in. Check of the runner. And now here comes the one-two pitch. This one also skips in there. Gets away, but Matashek will stay put at second base. And that brings things even to two and two. If Fuller can reach, it's Jackson Lovich who waits on deck. The shortstop came in in the middle of this ball game back in the fourth inning. Pinch runner and stayed in at shortstop since that point. Fuller waits, light wave of the bat over his right shoulder. Stands way back in the batter's box and here's the pitch. This one misses, now we're full. Just notice that Luke Fuller bats with his right foot almost on the very back line of that left-handed side of the batter's box. Yeah, that, that, his right foot is directly on that line. If he took one more step backwards, his right half would be completely out of it. And now he awaits the 3-2. Matashek off a of second base. No one else on, and there's two outs in the top of the ninth. Here comes the 3-2. This one hit on the ground. High chopper. Bailey's going to have a tough play. He jumps. He got it. Throw to first. It's high and gets away, and that'll go into the dugout, and that'll renegade run to score. Liam Bailey already had a tough play as is. I don't know if, if that throw is on target if he gets... Luke Fuller running to first base, but air milled it into the, into the dugout, and that allows Matashek to come home freely. Fuller goes to second, and another run for the Renegades. That'll be a single and a throwing error. It was a high chopper deep in the hole, and when Bailey jumped to get it, he was almost directly behind the second base bag, just a couple steps from the grass. So once again, runner on second. 13-6 now our score. Renegades lead. Lovich in. Looks at a ball here. 1-0. Yeah, I believe if that throw is on target, that still goes down as a hit for, for Fuller. He was, it would have been a long throw, and he was close to the bag, and just a throwing arrow allowed him to go to second, and Matashek to score. 13-6, here's the pitch to Lovich. Misses again, and now 2-0 the counts. Shortstop taking his third at bat of the evening, came in in the fourth. RBI ground out in the sixth and then flew out to left in the seventh. Potential RBI opportunity if you could put one in the outfield. 2-0. This one skips in there, gets away, trying to go to third is full, and he is going to make it standing. This inning being prolonged after the first two were retired. Into an infield single by Matashek, went to second on a wild pitch, and then scored on another infield single by Luke Fuller. 
So now runner on third. Lovich bats and fouls this one off. That'll make things three and one. Now just 90 feet away would be the 14th run of the ball game for the Renegades if they can drive it in. 13 runs, already a season high for the Renegades. Most they've put up in a ball game has been nine runs. Put up seven a couple of times, but have yet to reach the double-digit mark until here this evening. This one way inside. That's ball four, and Lovitz will get a free pass to first. Two out walk, and now first and third for the Renegades. Still no one warming. This inning will continue to belong to Wells. Luke Ford takes the lead off of third base, just had an infield single, and then advanced to second on the throwing error before moving up to third on a wild pitch. Jack Matyshek already scored in this inning. Now Jackson Lovich, who just walked, will lead off at first base. Now stepping in is TJ Rockerummer, left-handed hitting DH. Here's the first pitch from Wells. Hit foul over all our heads. And that'll go as the first strike. Wells gave up a single when he first came into the ballgame last inning. Then I retired five straight batters across the eighth and ninth before two out damage thanks to two infield singles and throwing error and a base on balls. Allowing the Renegades to put one more run on the board. You now got up to 12 hits on the evening. 0-1 pitch on the way to Rocker Bomber. Skips in there. Nicely blocked behind the plate by Syracusa, and that evens things at 1-1. Now even more work to do in the bottom half of this inning for Joplin coming up, like I said earlier. Bottom of their lineup, it'll be Fagan, Bailey, and Sheridan, 6-7-8, and Cole Cooper to follow. One ball, one strike. Here comes the pitch from Wells. This one misses, and that's 2-1. Just past 10:15 here in Joplin, Missouri, where you are listening to Renegades versus Outlaws baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt. Renegades just got three more outs to get to secure a win here and move to four and five. Here's the one-two. This one I called strikes. Not one-two. It was actually two and one. I apologize. Scoreboard was backwards, and now it is even two and two. It was two and one. Scoreboard said one and two, and then the called strike just there made it two and two. So now two balls, two strikes, and two outs. Only two base runners on for the Renegades at first and third. Wells trying to get to the inning. Here's the pitch. Swung and hit foul over our heads once again, and that'll leave it. Deadlock to two balls, two strikes. Colby Otts, who came in last inning on defense at third base, waits on deck if Rocket Bomber can reach. Here in the top of the ninth inning, Renegades lead this one 13 to 6. They've got 12 hits on the evening. Potential to add more here if Rocket Brown can single one in. This one weakly grounded to third, moving in as long. He's got a long throw across the diamond, and it gets away, and it'll go just off the Renegades dugout. Run will score. Lovage moves to third, and Rocket Bomber is safe at first. Coming in to score on the play from third base is Luke Fuller. He trots home. It was a long throw anyway. Would have been a bang-bang play at the bag, but that throw was high and away, and that allows Rocket Bomber to reach, and a run scored for the Renegades. Lovich goes from first to third on the play. TJ Rocket Bomber reaches, and what was the sixth batter of the inning, now the seventh of the inning, and Colby Ott stepping in. Not often you see three balls hit on the infield in one inning that all turn into infield singles. So now as Ott swings and misses at the first pitch, Lovitz is at third. Lovitz, excuse me, is at third, and Rocket Bomber at first. 
Jared Willis trying to get the final out of this top of the ninth inning as the Renegades now lead by eight runs. Rudolph is showing for them after being blanked last night. Ott winds up the middle. That's going to be an RBI. Lovich can crawl on home if he wanted to. This one into center field as Colby Ott is delivered an RBI single. Moving up to second is Rocket Bomber, and it's now 15-6 to six Renegades. Colby Ott is first at bat of the evening, delivers an RBI. Lovich, who walked early in this inning, trots on home. The third run of the inning scored by the Renegades. Offensive shootout continues tonight for Jefferson City. Rockerburn moved up to second on the play as Ott wind that one. No one was going to catch that one at short or second base and got under the grass in center field for an RBI single. They're going to have a meeting at the mound with Renegades continue to tackle on some runs. They put up three now. Increased their lead from 12-6 to six to 15-6. to six. By far their best offensive showing of the season. First time they put up double-digit runs so far in the season. Three runs of score this inning in Jack Matishak, Luke Fuller, and Jackson Lovich. All three cross the dish. Now two more on in Rocker Bomber at second and Colby Ott at first. Now number nine hitter Brendan Perkins. He steps in. He scored two runs already tonight. Here's the pitch. This one misses low ball one. Perkins had a call that didn't really go his way a couple at-bats ago where it ended up being a foul tip for strike three, a ball that he thought hit him on the elbow, but they ruled foul tip for strike three. Here in the top of the ninth inning, two outs. All three runs coming with two outs in this inning as that's a called strike to Perkins. Renegades are now have had five different innings where they've scored runs, and they've put up numbers of 5, 5, 1, 1, and 3. So, nice night at the dish for these guys. One ball, one strike. Runners take their leads at first and second. Wells continuing to pitch. This one hit from far in the air to right center field. Both outfielders going after it. Sean has got it on the run, and that is out number three. Thought that was going to get in the gap, but it hung up long enough for Chun to make the catch. So as Perkins flies out, Perkins, excuse me, flies out, that'll end the top of the ninth. Renegades got three more outs to get, and they have a nine-run lead. Don't go anywhere. Back for the bottom of the ninth in just a moment. some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Cartier can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcartee.avonrepresentative.com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Grayson Ironman back out there for the ninth inning, trying to close this one off for the Jefferson City Renegades over the Joplin Outlaws. Look to even the season series at two games apiece. Renegades won the first one on Sunday before Joplin took the last two. Renegades now three outs away from evening it up. 
if Grayson Yearman can complete a second full inning of work. He looked good in his first inning. Gave up a base on balls to start off the inning, but then got down to business, retired the next three batters, including a double play and a flyout. So now we'll look to the bottom of the, the Joplin lineup here to close this bottom of the ninth inning out. This is Sam Fagan to start it off. Here's the pitch. This one misses ball one. Fagan, Bailey, and Sheridan facing Ironman out there for the second inning in this bottom of the ninth. Here's Ironman's 1-0 pitch. This one in there for a call strike. Even things up at one ball and one strike. Joplin center fielder grounded out, hit a two-run triple that at the time cut the deficit for the Outlaws from five to two, five to one to five to three, and then grounded out and flew out. One ball, one strike. First batter of this bottom of the ninth inning. Renegades lead 15-6. This one misses now two and one on the center fielder for Joplin. We have Bailey and Jordan Sheridan on deck and in the hole, and then Cole Cooper, the number nine hitter, if either of them reaches. And following that, we'd go back to the top of the order. Airman into the rotation, excuse me, the windup, and now this one is lined into center field for a lead-off base hit. Gets this bottom line started. Got good wood on that one, lined it right back where it came from into center field, and that is a lead-off single. So now with the lead-off base runner on against Ironman, Liam Bailey will step in. Shortstop has singled twice and then flew out his other two at-bats so far this evening. Ironman, if he could roll dual playoff like he did last inning, would get this thing over with. Bailey looks at a call strike to begin his at-bat. Sheridan on deck and Cooper in the hole. Renegades lead this one 15-6. They've also out-hit Joplin 13-9. Joplin has also made four errors on the evening. Renegades made just two. Runner is going. This pitch low. No throw at second base. Is sliding in there safely. Is Fagan. Stolen base, and that will be a runner in scoring position and a ball for the Outlaws. Yearman trying to secure the final three outs of this ball game. He's got a nine-run lead to work with. Plenty of room for so a little, even a little bit of error. Now facing Bailey. This one lined on the right field line, but it's foul. Right over by that Renegades bullpen, and now it is a one-and-two count on the shortstop for the Outlaws. So far on the bump tonight has been Caleb Carricker, who went the first five and a third. Tanner Schmitz picked it up from there with an inning and two-thirds. And then Grayson Ehrman just pitched the eighth, now trying to get last three outs for two innings pitched and closing this one out. Here's the pitch. This one misses. Makes things two and two. If the scores hold up, that will leave Caleb Carricker in line for the win and James Yamasaki in line for the loss. Two balls, two strikes now. Big lead out to second base. They're going to throw back behind him, but Lovich could not get the tag. The throw was a little high into the outside, so no chance to get the runner as Fagan dove back into the base. He took a big lead off there. I almost had a shot at him. So now still nobody out here in this bottom of the eighth inning. Ehrman a strike away from recording his first out. Here's the 2-2. Two -two. So swung and hit foul, and we'll do it again. Good pitching so far all around for the Renegades tonight, even though they've given up the six runs. I believe only three of them have been earned thanks to a couple of errors. So 
no save opportunity with the Renegades leading by nine runs. And closest this game ever was was 5-3 before the Renegades made it 10-3. Fouled once again as running on the play with Sam Fagan. Tried to take third, but it's fouled, so he'll have to trot on back to second. Fagan led off this inning with a single to center field. Grayson Ehrman, third Renegades pitcher of the night. Trying to get out number one of this inning. Here's the 2-2 again. This one lined out to right field. Coming in is Manischek, but he'll have no play. They'll hold the runner going second and third as Manischek fires it in. And now first and third, nobody out after the second straight string single here in this bottom of the ninth inning. So after the stolen base and moving up to third, Renegades will have to deal with a first and third no-out situation as Fagan, Fagan now at third and Bailey at first. Jordan Sheridan, left-hand hitting first baseman, now stepping in. Potential to cut into what is a nine-run deficit. This pitch a called strike to start off the at-bat. We are in the bottom of the ninth inning. Renegades lead this one 15-6 as I'm Benjamin Yoseling. The Show Me Sports Network, best spot for Renegades baseball coverage all summer long. This one is fouled off, and now 0-2. Cole Cooper on deck, and then top of the Joplin lineup to follow. Dead silent down on the 90 Gates bullpen, so this is Grace and Ironman's inning to finish. Basically the exact same story that we had with Jared Wells in the top half, even though he gave a couple of runs. Here's the 0-2. This one misses high, now 1-2. Sheridan flew out to right, flew out to left. And then singled his walk, singled and walked his last two trips to the plate. Got our runner in scoring position at third base, as long as another leading off of first base. Here's the one two. This one swung on and missed. Yearman blew it by him, and that is out number one of the inning. A strikeout swinging. Sheridan was late on the fastball. Yearman got it by him, and that is out number one. So ball on the ground and infield here to potentially end this one. If the Renegades would be able to turn it. So now Cole Cooper stepping in. Cooper, the number nine hitter tonight, has struck out, walked twice, and singled for an RBI in the seventh inning. This one in the right called strike to the left hand, hitting left fielder. Runners on first and third, one out. Renegades lead this one by nine runs, thanks to three runs that they just put up in the top half of this inning. Oh, and on the way, here it comes. This one misses high and outside, even things up at a ball and a strike. Sam Fagan takes the lead off a of third base, lead off the inning with a single to center, went to second on a stolen base, and then to third on a single. William Bailey was the one who hit that single to right field. He takes the lead off a of first. Is held on by Gorling, though. This one misses. Now two balls and one strike. Corey Syracuse, the catcher, leadoff hitter, waits on deck. And he is just two outs away from snapping. Just a quick two-game losing streak. They head back home for tomorrow. This one also misses outside. And now three balls and a strike. A ball away from loading him up in the ninth. Renegades looking to wrap this one up. We've got two more games before an off day on Sunday. One home and one on the road. Facing Sedalia and Chillicothe. Here's the 3-1 way inside. And that is ball four. Runner's actually going to try and come home as it got to the backs up. And he will successfully. Fagan trots on home as ball four got to the backstop, and that is a run scored for Joplin. Cuts into it now 15-7. Our score is now runners on first and second with one out.
So lead off couple of singles, come back to bite the Renegades as Fagan scores on the wild pitch. And now still runners on first and second as we go back to the top of the lineup. Quick meeting at the mound as a couple of base runners have reached off of Grayson Ironman this inning. Back-to-back -back singles to begin it before striking out Jordan Shearman. Just walked Cole Cooper and on the ball four, pitch got to the backstop. Allowed Fagan to trot on home for a outlaws run. The first run they scored since the seventh inning when they also put up one. Mound meeting is over. Airman back on the mound with catcher Fuller back behind the plate. Renegades ready to go to try and finish this one off. Syracuse ready to go as well. Batting for what will be the sixth time of the evening. He does not have a hit yet. Has reached once on a walk. Did have a double play in the fourth inning. This one misses for a ball to begin his at-bats. Runners on first and second after the wild pitch. Run One run already in this inning, but one out. As you get Renegades at this point, just trying to get the final two. This one also misses now 2-0 on the catcher. Some movement starting to happen now towards that Renegades bullpen. Probably if this thing starts to get even a whiff of getting close out of hand, they'll look to bring someone in in relief of Ironman, who has now worked an inning in the third. This one once again misses. Now 3-0 to the leadoff hitter. If Syracuse reaches, it'll be left-handed hitting, hitting Caden Bressler on deck. Came in as a pinch hitter last inning and walked. And he's lead this one 15-7. Here's the 3-0 pitch. This one a called strike. Keeps the at-bat alive. Airman looking to come back from always just a 3-0 count. Now 3-1. In charge of getting these final two outs of the evening for the Renegades. They lead this one by eight runs out hitting Joplin 13 to 10. Here's the 3-1. This one swung on and fouled off but caught into the glove of Fuller so that is strike two and we are now full. Syracuse. Ehrman hoping to strike out for what would be the second strikeout of the inning in the second out of the ninth. Quick check of the runner at second. Here's the 3-2. This one misses up and that is a walk too low the bases. After the walk, moving up to third on the play will be Leon Bailey. Trotting on up to second base is Cole Cooper as Syracuse heads on down to first. Some clear warming up down there in that bullpen for the Renegades. See how long they're willing to let Ironman go. Believe it might be Colin Demo. Colin Demo, I think, is the one throwing down there in the bullpen. But we will see. Base is loaded. Ball gets away. Runner's going to try and trot home and score, and he will make it in safely. Liam Bailey comes home. Ball went in and out of the glove. That'll almost surely be a pass ball. It allows the ninth run of the ball game to score. Things starting to get a little hairy here in this bottom line. Still a six-run lead for the Renegades. Excuse me, not 15-9. 15-8 now after that second run scores. It was Bailey after that pass ball that came on in. Other runners advance. Moving up on the plate to third is Cole Cooper as as Corey Syracuse moved up to second. It was ball one to Cade Watt. Excuse me, Caden Brester now the one pinch hitting. He bats 1-0-1 out. This one misses 2-0 now. Michael Long waits on deck. Renegades got just two outs to get to secure victory here. They lead this one by seven.
into the line. Here's Ironman's pitch. This one I called. Strike makes it 2-1. and one. Bressler in the at-bat. He came in to pinch hit for last inning. Walked. Michael Long has been on base a couple of times tonight. Waits on deck. Lefty-righty advantage for Bressler. Here's the 2-1 pitch. Shows bunt, pulls back, and that goes off the glove and gets away as well. Trotting on in to score will be another runner. Third runner to trot home from third base on a wild pitch or a pass ball as that one got by the catcher. And coming home is Cole Cooper, the third run now scored this inning for the Outlaws. And it was actually a three-ball count where that pitch occurred. Scoreboard was a ball off. And that will work as a walk for Bressler, and that will signal the end of the evening for Ironman. So now just two more outs to go. We'll be back for those last two as a new pitcher coming in for the Renegades. Don't go anywhere. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Hello, Blake Gazaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust. 247.com Sawdust Studios, your community wood shop. Renegades just two outs away from a win. Although Chup and getting to work here in this bottom of the ninth inning, they've scratched across three runs so far. Although just one out. And runners on first and third. Here's the first pitch. This misses high. Michael Long now stepping in, so that's ball one. Runners off a of first and third. It's Syracuse off a of third and Bressler off a of first who just walked. Get you the new pitcher here for the Renegades in just a moment. Trying to get the final two outs. It is number 20, Ian Nolf, I believe, if the Ross Drive is correct. That would be standing in. Trying to get these final two outs. Quick pick over to first. Is not in time. Here is the pitch. This one a called strike. Even things up at a ball on a strike. It is Michael Long in there with Max Bruff, the DH, on deck. Renegade still, after giving up the three runs, lead this one by six. We're going to get just the final two outs and win this ball game. Here's the 1-1. One, one. This one ripped. That's going to get just over the glove of Jackson Lovich. It's short and down into left field for an RBI single. Lovich got pretty high off the ground there. Made a 
attempted to catch, could not get, and that'll go down as a single RBI single from Michael Long. Coming in to score on the play is Syracusa, who reached on the walk. He trots on home. Caden Brezzer, who also just walked, goes up to second on the RBI single by Michael Long. It's now first and second, double play opportunity. Renegades lead this one by five. One out here in the bottom of the ninth inning as Max Bruss steps in. Two more outs to get for this Renegades team. Here's the pitch. This one is in there, a called strike to start off Bruff's at bat. Runners takes their lead at first and second. Is Bressler off a of second base and Long off a of first, who just singled in a run. 0-1 pitch to Bruff. This one misses outside, and that'll make things a ball and a strike. Ian Nolf just coming in in relief of Grayson Ironman. Already given up four runs so far in this inning. Cut the deficit from 15, six to 15 to 10. Here's the one-one pitch. This one hit high in the air. Going out is the first baseman. Goring, second baseman, calls him off and Doyle makes the catch for out number two. A well-needed pop-up as the Renegades finally are able to secure an out, getting Max Bruff to pop out, and that's the second out of the inning. Renegades just an out away from putting this one to bed. So not an easy out for the Renegades here to try and finish off this ball game. As Ian Nolf will look to try and get Garrett Chun, who has been all over the base pass in this series, as an RBI tonight. Only been on once, though. He's got runners on first and second. Here's the pitch. This one in there, a called strike. 0-1-1 now the count on the right field of the ninth batter of the inning. Inning where four runs are scored for the Outlaws, but they still trail by five runs. Here comes the 0-1 to Chun. This one misses outside. Now we're even one ball, one strike. Single by Michael Long. A couple batters go drove in the fourth run of the inning before Max Druff. Bruff just popped out to second base as Doyle made the catch for out number two. Here's the pitch. This one also misses. Now two balls and a strike. And he is looking to secure a 15-10 victory. Be their second road victory of the season in three tries. Here's the pitch. This one misses and now a ball away from loading the bases and bringing Sam Fagan back up who led off this inning with a single. Ian Nolf trying to get to this final couple of outs. Here's the 3-1. This one just misses and that is ball four and Chunnel head to first. On the walk, Presser will go to third. Michael Long, who just had an RBI single, will move up to second. And after the base on balls, Garrett Chun, the ninth batter of the inning, will head to first. Now base is loaded. And how about this, ladies and gentlemen? The tying run is now in the on-deck circle. Who would have thought at the start of this inning with the running is leading by nine, he'd even get to a point where the tying run would be on deck. Sam Fagan looking to make that a possibility by getting on base for the second time this inning as he went off with a single to center field. Called strike delivered by Nolf to start his at bat, 0-1. Here comes the pitch. This one misses up high. Now one ball and one strike. Fagan scored on a wild pitch. First run of what would be four in this inning for Joplin. Now we can bring the tying run to the play. Here's the 1-1. This hit in the air to right. Matashek's got it measured up. He goes back and he makes the catch to end the ball game. 
Renegades give up some runs in the ninth inning, but Ian Nolf comes in to get the last two outs, and he will give the Jefferson City Renegades the final, a 15-10 win over the Joplin Outlaws. So, a couple losses in a row for the Renegades, but they get it done on the road tonight thanks to an offensive performance for the season. Easily their best performance in terms of the run category. They put up 13 hits as well. Leads them to 15 runs. First time they've gone into double-digit runs on the season. And they now get to high-five at the mound and celebrate a victory to move to 4-5 and five on the season. 15-10, our final score. Renegades win this one. Caleb Carrico will go down as the winning pitcher on the evening. James Yamasaki will take the loss. No save and a five-run five win for the Renegades. They finish with 11 hits, actually 13 hits, compared to the 11 hits that Joplin put up. So an all-around great performance on the mound this evening by the multiple pitchers that the Renegades had to use. They did give up 10, but a bunch of them go unearned. Caleb Carriker, a well-deserved win as he was just an out away for getting through six. He finishes with five and a third, two strikeouts, five runs, only two earned. Tanner Schmitz, Grayson Ironman, and Ian Olf in to finish off. Players of the game for sure. Ross Lovich from the leadoff spot, two two-run homers. And then Levi Mazlowski also went deep for a two-run bomb. I could talk about every player, but as we get ready to hit the road and head back home, I don't have time for that, but I do have time to say goodbye for the evening and tell you to come out to the ballpark tomorrow at Vivian Field to watch the Renegades take on Sedalia at home, look to move to 5-5 five and five on the season after winning 15-10 to 10 here tonight over Joplin. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in on the Show Me Sports Network. For Ben Schmidt, I'll see you tomorrow night. It was a fun one, and make sure to come back. Renegades win this one 15-10, and we'll head back home to face Sedalia tomorrow. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We've got more coverage tomorrow, and take care. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday evening. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Renegades Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City, Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Hoslog Landscaping and Design. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. River Oak Christian Academy. Sawdust Studios. State Tech of Missouri. And Walk Off Wood Bat Company. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at ShowMeSportsNetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball.
serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. Thank you.